With what you need to know in the news on Monday, September 26, 2022, I'm Vin Avenue. Former New Jersey Governor Jim Florio died Sunday night at the age of 85, according to the NJ Globe. No cause of death has been disclosed yet. He served in the state legislature before being elected to Congress from the 1st Congressional District between 1975 and 1990, and then as governor from 1990 to 1994. Monmouth County State Senator Vin Gopal remembered Florio as a good and decent man who defined civility and respect, who dedicated his life to service. State police have identified the woman whose body was found on Staten Island Thursday morning as 65-year-old Susan Mixon of Union Beach. No details have been disclosed about her death by state police or NYPD. Staten Island Live reported that she may have fallen off a boat Wednesday night. Let's stop the next pandemic before it even starts. That's the point of a nationwide project that includes a team of researchers from Rutgers University. Unfortunately, there are several viruses with pandemic potential, says Eddie Arnold with the Center for Advanced Biotechnology and Medicine at Rutgers. The general public knows them already. Coronaviruses, influenza, West Nile, Ebola. What we want to do is develop potential drugs and even, you know, ones that go all the way against these dozens of most dangerous viruses. You start doing it now, Arnold says, the quicker things can move during an emergency. The problem is that people usually only work on these things when they've already, you know, really hit. I'm Dean Alphalamia. St. John Vianney High School in Homedale is calling for prayers to help quarterback and safety Aaron Van Trees recover from a serious neck injury suffered during Friday night's game against Manasquan. He was playing defensive back at the time when he suffered an apparent spinal cord injury on the third play of the game during an attempted tackle. St. John Vianney head coach Jeff Papkins said Van Trees had no feeling in his lower body when he was taken from the field by stretcher, but did have movement in his upper body. He had surgery at RWJ University Hospital on Saturday. Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital and Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School have teamed up to launch a new model for medical research and innovation called the Center for Innovation, located on the hospital's main campus in New Brunswick. Chief of Cardiovascular Disease Dr. Parthas Gupta says the Center of Innovation is... The bridge toward creating an environment where people can find hope and inspiration as we create an environment of inquiry uh, working together. One technology under development is a simple tool like an EKG... To extract information that is hidden in these waveforms and try to build up a solution towards finding out what their problems could be discovered using imaging. There's also a medical vest with sensors that can be placed on a patient to record markers that may indicate a heart attack. In Trenton, I'm Jen Ursulo. The average price of gas in New Jersey has dropped below 350 and is nearing what we're paying what we were paying a year ago. AAA says prices dropped two cents a gallon since Sunday at 348 on average for regular. That's an average, and prices as, are as low as the 320s in some areas. Gas prices have been dropping since June when they peaked at $5.05 a gallon. You've heard plenty from those opposed to the so-called congestion pricing proposed by New York's Mass Transit Agency. 
But there are plenty of groups right here in New Jersey that are pushing for implementation of this extra charge for drivers. The idea is that an additional fee may lead to fewer cars in Manhattan's central business district. Four out of five commuters are already taking transit to get into the city, says Zoe Baldwin, NJ director for the Regional Plan Association. For the small percentage that do want to or need to continue driving into the city, you're also going to have less traffic. Renee Reynolds with Tri-State Transportation Campaign says the congestion pricing plan isn't about penalizing individual drivers. It's a mode shift. We need to double down on our investments in mass transit and not be so reliant on single occupancy vehicles. I'm Dean Alphalamia. The sponsor of New Jersey's bag ban says he's preparing an amendment to the law that may allow for paper bags in some instances or force supermarkets to sanitize reusable bags so that they can be given to new customers. State Senator Bob Smith tells NJ.com that he's been finalizing an amendment to the bag ban, one that will likely allow paper bags for at least five years. With the State Motor Vehicle Commission pushing to get people to conduct transactions through its website rather than in person at the agencies, the legislature is now considering a bill that would improve its call center capability to specifically help people navigate the technology. Assemblyman Bill Moen says the ability to shift so many transactions online represents some of the good work done by the MVC the last few years. What the hotline will end up doing is it will just provide that access for our residents in the event that they have issues in communicating or understanding certain aspects of online transactions. Assemblyman Krista Phillips says the focus should be on getting services restored to MVC agencies. I also have concerns with commission employees working from home managing this. At the State House, this is Michael Simons. Tropical Storm Ian is clawing its way through the Caribbean right now, likely to hit Cuba later today or early tomorrow as a hurricane. After that, Ian's expected to spin into the Gulf of Mexico and hit western Florida, west of Tampa Bay. The exact track is not yet known, though. Southern Florida is already under a tropical storm watch, and FEMA is mobilizing teams for the area. After Florida, it's unclear where it may go or when, but the system could potentially bring heavy rains to New Jersey by the weekend. I'm Vin Avenue on the Town Square Jersey Shore News Network. Have a great Monday.